This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for information and inspiration on the conscious parenting journey. Conversations you'll hear on this show are all intended to offer you tools for moving forward, expanding your lens, and shifting your narrative to one of possibility, connection, and empowerment. When we bring deep listening, acceptance, and courage to our relationships, we are doing our part to evoke it in the world. I am thrilled to partner with you on this path. Hey, I just wanted to check in with you really quick before I start the show. So the holidays are coming up. Do any of you ever have these grand ideas of how the holidays are going to feel? How excited you are about the season of gratitude and love and giving. And then, you know, the actual holidays begin. You feel like, oh my gosh, they're so ungrateful. Everybody's so entitled. This isn't going the way I wanted it to go. Family members maybe show up and are a wee bit judgmental. Kids are bouncing off the walls because of lack of routine and candy and blah, 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 blah. Does that ever happen to you or am I the only one? I have a feeling I'm not the only one. (laughs) So I've created a, a webinar for you, a free webinar, Monday, December 3rd, called Creating a Connected Holiday. We are going to join each other on Zoom at 5 p.m. Pacific or 8 p.m. Pacific. So I'm, I'm doing two different times in hopes that one of them works for you. I'd love to see you there. Check the show notes for the link to register for the webinar. You're going to want to get registered because there's going to be some perks to registering and you're going to get a replay of the webinar in case you can't be there live. All right. Hope to see you there. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is a solo show. Today is the last episode of 2018. Boo. I know. I'm taking December off from the podcast because I have so many exciting things happening in January that I kind of need the time, plus the holidays and the kids and the, you know, and I'm guessing you might not have that much time to listen to podcasts anyway. So today is the last podcast of the year. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this show today because I really would like to start off by celebrating where we have been this year. I mean, it has been a big year and I went back and I looked at all the things and was just amazed by how many ways we 
got together this year. So on the podcast, oh my gosh, the first interview of the year was Dr. Tina Bryson. I mean, can we all just do a collective yeehaw for Tina Bryson? Love her. She came on and talked about the Yes Brain, very first interview of 2018. It was so good. I got super feisty and real and a little vulnerable about um, parenting and politics in February. Remember that after the Florida shooting? Yeah, that was a good episode. And a couple follow-up episodes after that, just talking about the action that I would be taking personally in my own community, right? Two of my favorite peaceful parenting experts, Rebecca Ains and Genevieve Simperingham, were on the podcast in March and April. I love both of those women. Uh, Rebecca runs the Positive Parenting Toddlers and Beyond page, um, as well as Creative Child. Genevieve is the mastermind behind the Way of the Peaceful Parent group. Both of those ladies, I just so, so, so appreciate. You all loved Mary Tamborski. Wasn't she so great? Daughter of Jane Nelson coming on and talking about what it was like to be raised with positive discipline. She was on last May. Thanks, Mary. I'm so glad you came on. And and listeners, you loved Mary and as much as I do because she's really, you know, she's real and authentic. And I just so appreciate that about her. And then in July, I did an interview with Danielle Slaughter from Mamademics about privilege and how white women can do better. And that was a very powerful conversation. You know, we're all blind to our blindness. We all have our bank of experiences that, um, that we see through right? And they're different experiences. And so I really appreciate, and I follow Danielle and I always appreciate anytime she puts out a new article or a new blog post because her perspective is not my perspective. And when I get to, when I get the chance to look through her eyes, it is an expansion of my own lens. So that was a great interview last July. And then August rolled around And I had Dan Siegel on the podcast. Oh my God. You all know he's on my vision board. Like that was huge. That was so huge and so amazing, right? So much feedback about that episode and how much value you got out of it. I'm still like, even when I think about it right now, I'm a little tingly. That was amazing, right? That was amazing. And this fall, it's just continued to be rich with interviews um, on the topic of teens and energetic connections with our kids and self-care and living juicy lives and supporting our partners. Not to mention throughout the year, my solo shows, you all send me messages all the time about how much you love the solo shows. And I'm so glad that you do that because it's really great validation. I mean, it's easy to interview someone and know that they're bringing amazing value. And then when I get on here solo and I'm like, yeah, I got stuff to say. I think that'll be valuable. I'm also on one hand, like, oh God, I hope this is valuable, but you show up and you tell me how much you take from the show. And it's so appreciated. The show would not be what it is without you, the listeners. Uh, what else happened this year? So I loved leading the Joyful Courage 10 twice. So all of you that went through the Joyful Courage 10 with me, yay. For those of you that don't know what the Joyful Courage 10, it's basically a 10 day challenge and it's a 10, 10 day deep dive into 
our own internal experience and we got, we get deep, right? Uh, really big shifts of mindset occur, new openings for seeing the world and being in response to your life. I love the Joyful Courage 10. And this year, the Joyful Courage 10 then filtered into the Joyful Courage Academy. And like any online course, the Academy really allowed me to be in deeper relationship with those of you that chose in. And that is so special to me. That is so fun when I get to run a program to get to know the people that say yes, the people that take the content, really apply it, ask questions and celebrate. It's just so, so beautiful. Yes. And then live classes. I met a lot of you at the Pacific Northwest Parent, um, more love, less, not less hate, more love, less rage talk that I gave last year. Uh, I went all the way to Newport Beach, California and did a mother's journey. I went all the way to Baltimore and did a mother's journey. It was so awesome to get to travel and see you. Oh my gosh. When was that? Was it March or April? I got to go to Tempe where eight of the moms who had gone through an entire year membership program with me in 2017, we all came together in Tempe and stayed in a house together and did some positive discipline training. Super highlight. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff going on, my friends. There's a lot of stuff going on. And next year is huge too. Be on the lookout for more Joyful Courage 10s, more Joyful Courage Academies. I'm going to make sure that they're out there available to you. Stay tuned in for the launch of my first book. Whoa, in the spring, it's supposed to launch late February, early March, March, yes. And that's super exciting. It's been through proofreading and I'm working with my team on marketing and it's like kind of crazy. Um, I... I plan on the Patreon community being on fire this next coming year. So you've heard me talk about it. Um, my goal is to create a really easy stepping stone into working with me um, through Patreon. So it's kind of like the membership, but less expensive and um, yeah, and you get access. So the Patreon community is going to be very exciting this year. And in January, I am... I am offering an audio summit that's, I'm going to, I'm going to talk more about that um, later in the show, but that's happening in January too. So straight out the door, man, we are, we are getting there. We're, we are on fire. We are going to have some good times here in 2019. I am so, so honored to serve you. I'm so honored to serve you. So thanks for that little 2018 recap. Thanks for sticking with me as I recapped it, right? Uh, I think it's really important to do. Do you do that? Uh, end of the year, what do people call it? End of the year review, you know, and maybe it's uh, your kids. Maybe it's milestones. I think it's really useful, especially considering what I want to talk about today. I think it's really useful to, to pause here at the end of the year and take some time and really see where you've been, what you've done, what you've created, where your kids have been, kind of looking back on what, where was there a really hard time? Where did you come out the other side? Where have you grown? Where are there places for growth? I think it's really powerful to, um, you know, be on the other side of a year and kind of take in 
everything that showed up for you because holy cow, there's, you know, it feels like we're really in the weeds and that's kind of what they say about, well, that's what I say about parenting kids under five, parenting kids under three, even more where it's just, you know, you never think your life is going to be different, right? It just feels so intense all the time. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first First box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Hey friends, as a podcast listener myself, I always get so excited to share when I find a new show that I think is super useful. So today I want to tell you about Understood Explains. This is a podcast that tackles one important topic per season. And this season is all about navigating individualized education plans and is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. Getting the support our kids need in school can feel tricky, and we aren't always sure what it is that they need. When I listened to the episode titled, Does My Child Need an IEP? It offered up so much useful information that I could really see supporting parents who are in this consideration. The host is so knowledgeable and really breaks down the content in a way that helps listener go from completely overwhelmed to actually starting to feel empowered. Other episodes in the series highlight the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, as well as a whole episode that busts common myths about special education. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Understood Explains. So check it out. You won't be sorry. And, 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 and the one thing you can count on is things will change. Things will always change, right? Year to year, things change. Uh, when we're inside of challenging times, it feels very difficult to imagine anything being different, right? But when we can do a year long review or a year, year end review and really see, oh yeah, you know what? That, that was a big problem for me a year ago. And now we've gotten to the other side of it because I know, I know about self-doubt and worry. 
I know about feeling like you're face down in the mud and, oh my God, you know, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to me? What's going to happen to my child? We let our heads spin out of control, right? And then everybody's dead in a ditch at the end of the spin out. And we always get to the other side, right? We always get to the other side. And I think it's so important to have a community that you can talk to, right? So important that you can have a community that you can talk to. And I think that the early years are really well covered. There are a lot of parenting communities that focus on the early years. Parents are talking a lot when their kids are young. They're asking for help. Um, They're celebrating milestones. They're talking a lot. And, And you might be in the live in love with joyful courage community, feeling supported there. And that's great. And as your kids get older, you might notice that you feel like you age out of some of these parenting groups, right? It feels like the challenges that you have as your kids get older and move into adolescence start to feel really scary, right? Really like, oh my gosh, life or death. And it feels, it's really challenging to have, it's like, you know, when you have a baby or a toddler and your friends who don't have any kids say, why don't you just do this? And you want to give them the big old middle finger. Um, Well, the same is kind of true when you have adolescents slash teenagers and your friends whose kids are a lot younger than yours say, well, you ought to just X, Y, Z, same kind of thing, right? It's like, you don't even know what's coming. (laughs) sorry, but you don't, right? You don't. And so that's why those of you that are listening with older kids and don't realize this, that's why I actually started a new group and I'm going to find it. Where is it? The Joyful Courage for Parents of Teens group. I've, I've, uh, I promote it in the Live and Love group, but I wanted to make sure that you all know that we've got a place now for parents of teenagers to talk really candidly and openly about, what is showing up and feeling supported, right? Feeling supported because, oh my gosh, there is a continuum of behavior. And what I find is missing often, and and I would guess that, you know, there, you know, there's gaps in a lot of, of the parenting resources. There's this myth that if you just do it this way, or you just say these things, or you create this agreement or use this routine, that that's going to lead to easy peasy, lovely parenting experiences, right? And the bottom line is this shit is messy. Sorry if you're listening with your kids. This is messy. Like they are not robots. They are human beings and they're making sense of the world. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times I have clients who say, well, I did that and, and it didn't work right? It didn't work. So here's the first thing I want to say, like the goal. And I talked about this, my last solo show about how important relationship is, right? Relationship is super important. Even, even more, well, I won't say even more, but alongside relationship is the mindset that your kids are doing the best they can with the tools that they have, and they are going to make mistakes. They're going to do stupid things they're, that are going to embarrass you. They are going to do things that maybe even make you feel some guilt and shame. You know, all the things are going to show up for you. It, 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 however it looks for you, right? In whatever flavor it comes for you, 
It's not going to look the same as my experience or your neighbor's experience, but we are all going to go through periods of uh, embarrassment and feeling, you know, deep fear. That's just going to show up. And so mindset, shifting our mindset into, okay, what are the skills my child needs? How can I respond in a way that leaves my child knowing that I love them unconditionally and helps them in developing the the skills that they need, the skills that they were lacking as they navigated that situation that they're going to need for next time, right? So it's really, and it doesn't matter if we're talking teenagers or toddlers, we have to hold the mindset that they're doing the best they can with the tools that they have. They're navigating the world from their, you know, (laughs) continuously developing brain and they want to know they're connected and they want to know that they matter. Right. So there is this continuum of behavior. And really when we're talking about teenagers, It doesn't feel like that. And I know I've talked about this on the podcast. It feels like either teens are doing all the right things or they're going to rehab, right? It doesn't, like there's a lot between those two ends of the spectrum that doesn't get talked about a lot because it's messy. There's no solid answers. I was in a talk one time about screens and teens. And one of the gals in the audience says, well, if we raise our kids with positive discipline, we just don't have these kind of challenges. And I nearly leaped out of my seat because I was like, oh no, no, no. I hope that you're not spreading that around because it's a crapshoot, right? There's this myth that, well, if we just do everything right and, and, and like I said before, we do all the right things, say all the right things that somehow there's not going to be any challenges and please don't fool yourself into thinking that that's right because it's not teenagers do weird things. Some of them don't, right? Some of them don't. Most of them fall in the, in the bell, in the middle of the bell curve. Most of them fall in the middle of the bell curve, right? There's the outliers. Most of them fall in the middle of the bell curve. So it's really our job to trust our gut, to trust our intuition, uh, to take deep breaths, right? To take deep breaths to, and, and really try, like when I talk about, or when anyone talks about being more aware, I do have, um, Sarah Harvey Yao is going to be my first guest in, um, in January. And she's coming on to talk about naming emotions and all this juicy stuff. But, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, the point is to be aware, right? Like, and you've heard me talk about the emotional freight train. This is what my book's all about. Like knowing that you're on the train when you're on the train, knowing when you are being driven by fear, knowing when you're being driven by anger or embarrassment or shame, right? Learning how to pause in the moment and trust everybody's going to be okay. Okay. There's no like, don't pause or it's only going to get worse. Like please pause or it's going to get worse. Right. Cause when we don't pause, when we don't recognize where we're at, when we're there, we tend to fly off the handle, say, and do things that aren't helpful. And then we've got an even bigger mess to clean up later. So learning how to be aware, learning how to come back to what you want most, 
right? What you want most versus what you want right now. Does that make sense? So I love that in the context of like losing weight or changing your diet. What do I want most versus what I want now, which is a chocolate candy bar, right? I want most is to lose 10 pounds. What I want now is that bag of chips. Okay. What I want most for my children is for them to feel belonging and significance, for them to be thoughtful, for them to work through the consequences of their actions, right? That's what I want most. Sometimes what I want now is I want to nip this in the bud, right? Like I want to show this kid who's boss. I want to, I want them to feel the pain, right? And so those two things cannot exist together, right? Because instead of thinking about their consequences of their actions, they're thinking about how mad they are at me, right? So really being aware of where you're at doesn't mean that we don't talk consequences with our kids. We just don't talk consequences when we are full of rage or fear or embarrassment or whatever. We wait, get ourselves together, and then we go to our kids. So being aware of how we're feeling and taking care of ourselves so that we can come into a conversation with our child in a way that's helpful and not hurtful and forwarding for them. But man, it sure does get ugly, right? The humanness shows up. And I think as our kids get older and they're challenged and their behavior is, is, is difficult, right? We start to isolate ourselves. What we talked about with all of our toddlers, oh, my toddler's a biter or potty training's really hard or they're not sleeping through the night. The things that are challenging when they're really little that we talk to everybody about, you know, as they get older, there's this assumption that I don't know what challenges shouldn't be there. And so we don't talk about the hard stuff as much, especially in the social media world that we live in right now, where everybody is, has curated this life of accomplishment and, um, accolades and look at how amazing my children are. Right. And then I have a child who's having a hard time. Where does that fit? Where does that fit? And so, um, yeah, so we start to feel really isolated. Perhaps we might feel some shame. I want to just take a moment right now to plug episode 87. Um, I had my colleague and friend, Lisa Fuller on. She's a positive discipline trainer. She's amazing. She came on episode 87 and talked about shame. Super popular podcast. If you haven't listened to it, check the show notes and go back and listen to it because it was really a powerful show talking about how important it is for us to speak into what is happening for us, even if it's just one other person that we have to talk to. I know last year when uh, my daughter was having such a hard time in ninth grade and I was like, oh my God, what's happening right now? I had, you know, two or three friends that were on the list of, of sharing what was happening with my daughter because I knew that they also had teenagers. I knew that they were in the arena, as Brene Brown says, with me. And that's who I wanted to talk to. And it was such a release, right? It was such a release for me to share about my fear and my worry and my self-doubt and the fact that I felt like a fraud and all the things with these girlfriends of mine who could say, yeah, me too. I get you. I see you. 
feel like you're the martyr in your family, you're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. I'm having a similar experience. So we've got to, you know, we kind of, um, the shame disintegrates when we have a, a safe place to speak about what's happening currently in our parenting and in our lives. And this is why, okay, so back to the whole being aware thing. This is why I love meditation, yoga, and journaling, and being in nature, really, those four things. Self-care practices that really allow us to be in the expansion of our mindset, right? Tools that let us, that encourage us to really reflect on what's real and what's alive. And then to decide, is this, is this what I want to be driving me? Uh, my favorite meditation app is Insight Timer. You can get it at your app store. That's not, they do not sponsor the podcast, unfortunately. I wish they did, but um, there are tons of meditations on there. Uh, if you're like, okay, meditation, I don't even know what that means. Okay, great. You don't have to. It's so easy. It's not about nothing in your mind. It's just about being still and acknowledging what is there. And then letting it go and coming back to your breath, having a home base. It's like home base. It's like, how do you want to feel, right? Like right now, how do you want your body to feel? So maybe change the way you're sitting or walking or standing and find, find the posture, find the relaxation, notice the tension, let it go. How do you want to physically feel in your body? 
right? What do you want your face to feel like? How are those muscles right now on your face or your jaw, right? In this moment, I want you to actively relax the muscles on your face and the muscles in your jaw. And and like, it's like finding neutral, you know? Finding neutral. This is home base. This is home base. And if we can practice through meditation, I think journaling supports this, yoga, definitely nature, being out in nature, like that's us at home base. And if the more we get familiar with home base, the easier it becomes over time when we're super flipped out to decide, okay, oh, I'm being driven by anger right now. I'm going to find my home base so that I can preserve relationship and really do what's most helpful to my child and myself, right? And it's a tightrope walk. It's a tightrope when they're little, as they get older, it's definitely a tightrope walk. We read and hear all about teen, risky teen behavior. Uh, Some kids don't really engage in it. Most of them do, right? Most of them do. So how do, and then you know, if you're like me and you've raised your kids with positive discipline and they talk to you about everything, they're telling you about their risky behavior. And so, man, do I ever need to be in neutral to be in conversation about my kids' risky choices and to support them and be curious and, and, uh, let go. Right. Doesn't mean permissive. Doesn't mean do whatever you want. Does mean I'm here to listen. I'm concerned. Let's talk about it. I'm not okay with it, right? But having that conversation from a, from a neutral place versus a triggered place is a totally different experience. I love the conversation I had with Kimberly Minch, uh, episode 158 this last fall about teen behavior. She's so wise. I love you, Kim. Uh, but it's a, it is a pendulum swing, right? It's a pendulum swing, whether they're toddlers or schoolagers or teenagers, you know, things feel really good and smooth until they don't. And then they're off over on the other side of the behavior in their tantrum and their meltdown and their moodiness. And then they can make it back to a place of connection. So just like being in the weeds, we forget pendulums always swing back the other way right? They always swing back the other way. And we get to practice trust and surrender over and over and over and over and over and over again. Like you heard me talk last week with Stacey Davison. I hope you all listened to that. That was a great conversation. I love what she's putting out in the world. Personal pep talk. I actually, she's got tattoos, which you should check out Christmas, Christmas presents. Um, I actually had the word surrender tattooed to my body. I had the bracelet. That was cool. But really it, it means so much to me. It's such a deep practice for me that I just needed it to be tattooed onto my wrist (laughs) because I am being called into it daily, right? Every day. And that doesn't mean that life is really hard. There are so many ups and the ebb and the flow. There's so much love right now and it's hard. And it's hard, right? We get to live in the both and as parents, the love and the challenge, the joy and the (laughs) non-joy. And ultimately remembering that it's their journey, right? It's their journey. We are guides and mentors 
and we love them and it's their journey. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, good stuff, my friends. So I want to say again, just as I wrap up today, that the um, audio summit that's happening in January is for parents of teenagers. It is going to be over the course of one week. It'll be one week of real conversations about raising teens. I'm getting loads of, I'm getting lots of feedback from the Joyful Courage Parents of Teens community about what they want to hear. Um, it's all, my guests are positive discipline trainers who have either are raising teenagers or have raised teenagers. So I was explicit in that ask to make sure that the people that were on had been through the trenches or were in it with us, right? Everybody's welcome to listen. Uh, be ready starting January 1st, I will be launching that audio summit and you'll be able to register then. Um, you'll want to get registered. I'm also looking for some people to, to join my team, my launch team for that audio summit. Um, and there'll be some incentives for you to help me spread the word in the first couple of weeks of January so that we get a nice big number of registrations, people that are listening, because this is really important stuff, right? This is valuable. So if you are interested in being on the launch team for the audio summit, will you just please send me an email, Casey at joyfulcourage.com saying I'm in for the launch team and I can get you more information. I'm going to post about that in the parents of teens group as well. <sighs> well, I'm, I'm recording on Tuesday, the 20th. So Thanksgiving here in the States is happening on Thursday, but Actually, the show is going to come out next Tuesday. So I hope that you had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I hope family time was easy and uh, that your long weekend was restful. I so love you, all of you. So appreciate you. Thank you for all the feedback. I always love getting emails from you telling me that you have, um, you know, that, that the content is landing for you, that you appreciate the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Can't wait to be back in January. Huge love, huge, huge, huge love to all of you. And um, yeah, happy holidays. Joyful Courage community, you are amazing. Big thanks and love to my team, including producer Chris Mann at Podshaper. Please be sure to join in the discussion over at the Live and Love with Joyful Courage Facebook group, as well as the Joyful Courage business page on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to the show through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or really anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. You can view the current Joyful Courage programs and my coaching offers over at the webpage. Simply head to www.joyfulcourage.com to find more support for your conscious parenting journey. If you want to give back to the show, and I really hope you do, become a patron. Click donate on the website to give back to the show that gives you so much. Any comments or feedback about this episode or any others can be sent to Casey at joyfulcourage.com. I personally read and respond to all the emails that come my way. Reach out, take a breath, drop into your body, find the balcony seat and trust that everything is going to be okay.
Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.